Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum. I have a guest who I'll bring on the show in just a few moments, as we've done hundreds of times on this podcast over the past few years, dozens of recent interviews even. We've got another proven Amazon course student. Of course, that's the flagship program for Amazon training for our community. The links at silentgym.com can take you to some interesting places. The Proven Amazon course, which I just mentioned, our free Facebook group with about 72,000 members from around the world who are using these ideas to build great businesses, including about 1,600 tagged success story posts in that group. Our coaching program, there's a link to that. There's a link to all of our past podcast episodes as well, many of which are audio only with great stories much like the story you're about to hear today with Tom Hunt. He lives in the UK. This is one of our UK students. We have students all over the world. Where you live doesn't matter. If you have internet access, you can build a beautiful business using Amazon and the creative, unique strategy that we teach to all of our new students, which is called Replens. Tom is using our proven Amazon course. Learn the Replen strategy, which is just one of dozens of strategies that we teach, but our new students, they all learn replans and he's built a beautiful business model. Less than a couple months ago, he quit his career full-time job, as you'll hear him explain, and he's now making far more money, working far fewer hours. He's home with his young daughter. He's able to be a stay-home dad now. He's very flexible with how he spends his time and he calls it living with freedom, as you'll have him described today on the episode. You'll hear him mention it. Uh, We had a pretty fun time kind of talking through the new routine, the new schedule he's able to enjoy because of the success that he's seeing in his business. Let me just spend a moment. I don't do this all the time, but every several episodes or so, I like to take a moment and explain what Replens is as a business model for Amazon, what it is, what it isn't. On Amazon.com, if you're shopping, you'll notice there's ASINs, listings. Every listing has a unique identifying number called an ASIN. And that may or may not be a testable ASIN for you as a seller. Most of them aren't good tests, meaning you go find that product and sell against that listing. But hundreds of thousands of them are worth testing, meaning you could probably make a good profit testing against that ASIN, selling products against that listing. We teach you in the Replens program how to identify those test-worthy ASINs where your worst-case scenario is you break even, your best-case scenario is you earn a nice net profit. Like today, our guest, Tom, talks about his 28% net profit margin that he's earning with the Replens system. On average, across all of his ASINs, 28% net in many cases, 80% ROI, which is just incredible. Once you get good at picking the right ASINs to sell against on Amazon, then you can really build an incredible business. And that's what Tom has done. He describes it today. Like I said, he's in the UK. We have students in Canada and the United States and in every country around the world where you have internet, this business is possible. Because even if you don't have Amazon in your home country, you can set up a US-based entity and buy and sell in the US. Now, Tom actually buys and sells in the UK. So this is a UK replens success story today, but we have stories from all over the world in our group. Jump into our free Facebook group and you'll see 
those tagged stories or listen to 15 or 20 podcast episodes. You hear people from all over the world using these strategies. We're very proud of the fact that for almost 20 years, we've been coaching e-commerce. Thousands of students coached. We're coming up on 10,000 students coached over 20 years. That makes us the most established e-commerce coaching in the world. As far as I know, no one's done it half as long as we have. So we're very proud of that track record. All of our coaches are students who became very successful, demonstrated they had a teacher's heart and abundance mentality, meaning they think that success is available to anybody who's willing to pursue it, especially with the models that we teach. So we recruited them to become coaches. So if you come into our coaching program, there's a link at silentgym.com to our coaching. If you come in, you'll be working with a handful of people from our team who have all built beautiful businesses of their own and they're managing them. And they squeeze some time into each week to help out some of the students from our community, which is why we need dozens of coaches to serve our community. That's the arrangement you can expect. If you want to have a conversation with us about that, get over to silentgym.com, look for the coaching link, sign up for a time slot that's convenient for you, and just have a chat with one of our consultants. Happy to answer all your questions. Or if you just want the course, the proven Amazon course is ridiculously low priced. It's $39 a month. That gets you instant full access to all of our Amazon training content that's continually updated, purged, edited, and new modules coming in constantly. But as with our student today that we're about to interview, Tom, the place we start all of our new students, with rare exception, is the Amazon replens model. We are so bullish on this model. We're seeing so many great success stories. You can hear the recent dozens of recent great success stories right on this podcast. Just scroll back in time a little bit from this episode. You'll hear them. That should give you all the validation and confidence that you need to consider investing in the proven Amazon course, get into the replens training. And then from there, so many different directions you can go. I'm looking over my notes to see if there's anything else I'm supposed to point out before we launch this one. I don't think so. Other than you'll hear us talk about, since I spent some time covering some basic overview of what our community is all about today and the trainings that we have to offer. There's an episode that's really important on this podcast. If you go to silentgym.com and you go back to episode 369 of our podcast, that's 369. We explain what Keepa is, K-E-E-P-A, Keepa. It's a tool. We don't own the tool, but we do use it a lot. And we've taught a lot of people how to use it very effectively that episode explains why Keepa is such a powerful tool. You really need to understand why we're so bullish on that tool, why we encourage people to understand and learn it. We spend a lot of time in our proven Amazon course explaining all the intricacies of how that tool can be used. You can use it at a very basic beginner level, or you can get very advanced and use it in a powerful way to find great underserved listings on Amazon. Those are those testable ASINs that I told you about, those testable listings. Keepa is the best at identifying those. So go listen to podcast episode 369, if you've never heard me mention that before, to get a bit more of an understanding about the advantage that tool gives you for this specific business model that we teach to all of our new sellers. So let's get over and meet Mr. Tom Hunt here in just a moment. Remember, he's only been doing this for a very short period of time. He's been going serious for about five or six months trying to build his replin business. And just a couple months ago, he quit his other job. He's making more money working fewer hours with the Amazon replin system. I'm so proud of all the success stories that have been generated from this community. 
this is just yet another one that should encourage you as we're heading into the end of March 2023. This is a very recent story. Enjoy, be encouraged. And hey, if you're ready to get started, we're here to help you out. Let's meet Mr. Tom Hunt. So Tom, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jim. You all right? Hello, my friend. It's good to talk to you. Tell yes. us a little bit about yourself. Let's get into your story. Uh, yeah, so i um, 33, live in the UK, selling on the UK market. Got a fiance and an eight-month-old daughter. And yeah, I've been doing uh, e-commerce since like early 2021, basically. So I've sort of always wanted to work for myself or, you know, have my own business or something like that. I never really knew specifically what what to do or what avenue to go down. Tried a few things over the years. So my job for the last sort of four years has been woodworking, furniture making. So I've made made like, you know, tables, chairs, sofas, all of that. And I got into uh, making like epoxy and wood jewellery, sort of using some of those woodworking skills did that for a bit and got pretty good but then over time I realized you know the amount of time committed to going in versus the the amount of money that I was making just was not really worth it in the end tried a few other things like forex trading again it was okay but you needed a lot of time and the rewards weren't great and sort of needed to needed to be able to set the buys and the sells uh, very accurately and when I was working a full-time job I just couldn't I couldn't do that tried a few other things but yeah basically during uh, the lockdown in 2020 I was on TikTok believe it or not and saw some videos for um, FBA I was like okay that looks interesting started um, following one of the guys and he sort of pointed me in the direction of a, a few groups one of which was yours uh, the My Silent team so yeah, spent like a decent amount of time in the Facebook group, was put onto the podcast. So yeah, it's pretty weird that I'm on the podcast. Um been listening for for over two years. And it's been like pretty, pretty important. You know, it's given me the confidence to to see what other people can do and that it's not a scam. Um, because you know, I was pretty dubious whether or whether or not you know this sort of thing would work but absolutely you know. you're, you're right to be skeptical for sure and yeah. you know, a lot of people when they start investigating money making opportunities on the internet i encourage skepticism people come to me sometimes like hey i'm new here why should i trust you and i say you shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. trust anybody <clears throat> do your homework look yeah. for success stories look for a community look for people that you can get to know who are doing the business and and talking about their success and you know, make those connections, make it a relationship journey yeah. and be very skeptical. Uh, but I'm yeah. proud of what we've built. And I, that's that's pretty impressive. You listened to our podcast for two years. Now that's that's a lot of episodes. Yeah, huh? yeah it is a lot. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I've listened to all of them, but most of them, I'd say probably maybe two thirds. But that's yeah, incredible. I mean, there's just there's such a wealth of knowledge. It's just really encouraging to see other people, you know, in similar or worse situations um, that, have managed to to build you know amazing businesses and they've got all this freedom and I was like right yeah well that's that's I want a bit of that so yeah that was sort so, of uh, so while you were time. working your furniture it was, that was a job correct me if I'm wrong yeah so I was working work. for um for someone else making making furniture and stuff and then sort of just doing little side trying to do little side hustles myself as well as working at the same time 
Understood. So you're fairly new to e-commerce. You said you didn't really even start investigating it until about 2021, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. 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 Up until then, you were just a woodworking career. That was your that was your career. That's what you probably thought, like, I'm gonna be doing this long term unless I find something. Yeah, um, I'd sort of jumped around between a few different jobs. I'd done like a number of not particularly well-paid jobs. Um, done like care work, looking after autistic children, and yeah, a few other bits. But I'd done a bit of traveling and and then come back and got into the woodworking sort of just uh, out of nowhere really but yeah I stopped, just really enjoyed it and was like yeah this is good so got stuck into that for for a while yeah well I'm glad you found e-commerce I'm glad you found us let's let's keep your story going yeah so um yeah I got put into the podcast and that obviously put me on to proven Amazon course so got involved with that started you know reading on top of that reading a load of books and spending a lot of time in the Facebook group just trying to build knowledge and I guess confidence as much as I could first things first then I was like right okay time to get stuck in so I started out with books and just going to like places like TK Maxx which I think you guys call TJ Maxx in the yeah. US that didn't go that well to be honest like I think maybe the the books that I was reading were maybe a bit outdated and the ones that were suggesting to to look for books in charity shops and stuff. So I spent a decent amount of time doing that, but didn't really come up with anything. Same with going to trying to do some uh, retail arbitrage in TK Maxx and, you know, similar stores. It just wasn't really for me. I didn't like spending hours in there. So then I moved on to online arbitrage. Primarily, I was just looking for like, so I was, I was sourcing online, mainly like, um, supermarkets and stuff like that. And then I would actually physically go into the shops to to buy the stuff. But again, that, and I did it for a while and I had some success, but quite often, you know, the, sh- the shops were maybe a 15, 20 minute drive. So I'd finish work, I'd have to drive there and then they wouldn't have what I wanted in stock. And then another 15, 20 minute drive home. So that wasn't particularly time effective. So then I moved completely to OA. I bought a little parcel box to go out the front of my house for deliveries when I wasn't in and I started sourcing from just exclusively places where I knew that they had the stock and I knew that they could deliver and I basically didn't have to leave the house and that has worked really well for me I'm sort of a lot more comfortable uh, doing that so you're sourcing primarily online now and you mentioned you started yeah. off with books and doing retail arbitrage yeah we we used to suggest books as a good starting point. We don't anymore. Yeah. For the past few years, we haven't, it's simply because it's it is a hard it's a hard road. Uh, yeah. But we actually do have a, a new course. I'll stick a link to it in the show notes, just for those who are interested. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with selling books on Amazon, but uh, I think it's a U.S. only thing, so it doesn't even really apply okay. to you, Tom. But yeah. you can sell books in bulk to bulk oh, okay. book buyers, <laughs> and that's pretty amazing. So instead of trying to find winning books and scanning tons of books, you can see, you know, each book has a has a value of some sort and you can sell it to these guys in bulk. And some people are doing that just to make some extra money. But no, okay. we, we don't suggest books as a starting point for Amazon sellers any longer. Uh, it's a nice gravy on top, maybe, you know, it's, you know, icing on the cake kind of business model yeah. to add on. But we push everyone into replens now. And it sounds to me like when you mentioned retail arbitrage, were you looking for replens or were you just looking for fast flips? Yeah, no, always, always replens. Okay, um, you've been replens from day one because we push that yeah, pretty just, heavily on new students. Yeah, yeah. I just, I got stuck into the replens course 
on uh, on pack and was right I was pretty confident, especially from listening to the podcast so much that that was the the route to go. And I didn't really want to waste my time trying to find clearance stuff that you know right. I could only buy once, and then you know it's, it's of no use anymore. So very good. So, yeah. so when you got into online sourcing, OA, we call it online arbitrage, mm-hmm. you were looking for replants. Yeah, always. And, yeah, yeah. And that's that's where we are at this point now. All right. So keep your story yeah. going. I just wanted to clarify those points for any listeners who are following your yeah. journey. So yeah, man, to start with, it was pretty hard. I'll be honest. I know everyone always says, and it is true, you know, it's a, it is a grind to start with to get your head around finding a good product and really understanding all the keeper data and there's so many variables that you need to understand. It's so easy to make some bad buys. Yeah, eventually started finding a few. I think my first product was like a Febreze spray or something. And, uh, you know, I was re- really happy with myself. Found that. Found a few other bits. Um, yeah, when you, when you start finding them, then they sort of just start piling on top of each other. And um, once you're in the groove, it's, it's great. Yeah, it really is like going from a, a desert to jumping into the deep end of a pool. It's just like something something flips, a switch flips. Mm-hmm. And it's very rare that we hear from people who are like, yeah, I'm only finding one replant a week and I'm working really hard. Yeah. You know, you're either finding none <laughs> or you start to say, okay, they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a matter of me putting in the time to find yeah. them, right? So that's that's fantastic, and I, and I want to emphasize too that you're doing this in the UK. The yeah. uh, just as a little sidebar for the listeners' sake, I know you know this, Tom, but yeah. for the listeners who may be new to this podcast episode, we teach dozens of Amazon strategies. Our proven Amazon course has dozens and dozens of modules. We start all new students at the same place, replens. And yeah. if you live in the United States, well, you just buy and sell in the United States. If you happen to live in Canada or the UK. It works incredibly well there as well. If you live anywhere else in the world, we encourage you to set up a US-based entity. Replens, yeah. as far as we know, doesn't work well anywhere else outside of those three places, the UK, Canada, and preferably the United States. Yeah. So there's many UK students like you, Tom, who have a UK presence and they're doing the replens model and they're ramping it up. And yeah. they also wind up setting up a US-based entity because if you can do it in the UK, you can definitely make it happen in the United States. Yeah, 100%. It's all um, very transferable skills once you've, once you've built the business a bit and you've built the knowledge. I am, I'm definitely planning on selling in the US at some point. I think I really want to nail down the UK and oh, then sure. and move over. So, you know, I want to I wanna be able to pass over sort of responsibilities to, to other people as much as I can mm-hmm. before I, you know, focus, my focus is drawn somewhere else. That's wise. Absolutely. We would advise you to do nothing, nothing less for sure. Yeah. But just kind of envisioning the future, because if you're building these skills, I tell it to all the UK and Canadian students, if you can be successful with replens there, once yeah. you've got it bolted down and automated, got a good team in place, yeah, you need to get into the United States and get an entity yeah. set up here as well uh, because it's yeah. slight. I, I don't want to say easier. That doesn't feel like the right word, but it kind of is. There's just a, oh. there's a lot more shoppers, a lot more products. Uh, you can scale quickly. Yeah, I think I would, I, from listening to um, a lot of the podcasts, I would probably agree that it sounds easier in the US. I mean, just from a, a sourcing point of view you know i've listened to a lot of podcasts where people say oh they, you know they might find 20 in a day or something right but i 
struggle to find maybe one an hour in the UK market. I, I don't know if it's just a smaller, it's just a smaller market in general, less buyers, less products. But you know, there's still there's still plenty um, plenty of great opportunities. But it's, from the outside looking in, I think potentially it would be easier in the in the US market. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. All right. Well, keep us keep us going. You and you've made very rapid progress, by the way. I mean, you just started looking into this. 2021. We're not even. Are we two years into your journey yet? Yeah, two years. Yeah. Okay, we're right at two years. That's fantastic. And uh, I know that uh, you you shared earlier today. I was reading over your bio. At least now you've you've gone full time just recently, correct? Yeah, uh, less than two months. Yeah, I've quit my job. <laughs> That's great. How's that feel? It's amazing. It's beyond amazing. Just the freedom to do what as much or as little work as is necessary. You know, if we want to go out for brunch on a, a Tuesday, that's fine. I can just, you know, I can sit and pack some boxes in the evening while I'm watching some telly. You know, if my daughter needs a nap, I can do that and and um, Chloe, my partner, can get on with, you know, whatever she's doing. It's just amazing. It's brilliant. You know, I'm, I'm doing much less work, making more money, got incredible freedom. I just couldn't, couldn't be happier. I can tell you this, Tom, as a guy who... Uh... You know, you've done it. You've been there for two months. I've been there for two decades, right? Mm. Left a job yeah. and it was a good job and I was grateful for it. I was a good worker. I showed up on time, worked hard and, you know, I made decent money, but I didn't have the freedom that you just described. And I can tell you as a guy that's had that freedom for two decades, I don't think there's been a single day that I woke up and didn't just feel gratitude that I didn't have to yeah. use an alarm clock and be yeah. a certain place at a certain time and help someone else build the business of their dreams. But I was building my business and I was with my family under my roof and taking my time and doing the things that I felt like were important to do today. It has never gotten old. I've never woke up and been, man, I wish I could just go to work today instead of doing it. Not once. I mean, it's, and it's not always sunshine and rainbows either. I mean, there's been a lot of rough days, but I've never wished I could go back to having a real job. Not once, not for a minute. Uh, So yeah, enjoy the journey. You're two months in, enjoy the journey. And you'll be hustling, but it's a different kind of hustle when you're building something that belongs to you. Completely agree. Yeah, uh, it doesn't really feel like work when you're you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, the money even feels differently. The money feels different. You know, I'm I'm getting paid, but suddenly the money just feels, it almost feels like pretend money, but it still pays the bills. It's great. Yeah. 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 It doesn't, doesn't seem real, really. But That's great. Well, yeah. I'm so happy for you. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. So, um, I mean, through sort of 2021, like the first sort of year that I was, I was getting into it, I wasn't that motivated, to be honest. I struggled to, to put, you know, my, my job was quite physically demanding. There was a lot of heavy lifting and, you know, heavy machinery and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, I wasn't always that motivated to to source. So I didn't push that hard. It was definitely more of a, a side hustle. So you know, I was I got up to maybe three thousand pounds a month in sales and sort of just floated around there for a while. I think my first year I sold maybe only like fifteen thousand, you know, which is it's fine, but I wasn't really going hard. One thing and then I, I sort of got into um I think you've heard of Profit First. I'm sure maybe somebody else has mentioned that to you. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. the book. 
Yeah, so I've used, I, you know, I read that and really enjoyed it. And I've used that sort of throughout the journey. And for people that haven't read it, I'd really recommend it. I think it's like pretty important to just give yourself a small reward all the way through. I mean, I know a lot of people like to just build and uh, keep plugging the, the money back in and, and growing it that way. But I personally found, you know, it was good to just take a little bit out just for, a, you know, just for a treat. So you're not just, it doesn't feel like you're working for nothing. And that was nice just so, you know, we didn't, we didn't have to worry about bills or anything, but it was really just, you know, just a, a side hustle for, for the first sort of year or so. And then getting into 2022, I was probably floating around in a four or five K a month for the majority of the year, about 80% ROI, which I was pretty pleased with. That's fantastic. Um, 80% ROI. Yeah. Try to find yeah. an investment anywhere in the real world that gets you that, man. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I was basically doing primarily like health and beauty stuff. So a lot of, I don't know, shampoos, cosmetics, some like basic medication that you can, you know, you can buy at any shop. And that's served me pretty well. The The issues that I've had is, well, it hasn't been an issue up until recently, but it's high volume, quite low profit. So, so I know a lot of you guys or in the US, you probably look for, you know, minimum four or five dollars profit. Whereas uh, a lot of my stuff, I'm happy to take a pound profit per sale. Almost all of my stock is below 10 pound sale price. I think my average is like seven pound. So I'm selling a lot of units, but they're like pretty high ROI. A lot of small and light, which really helps. Gotcha. Um, I was going to ask, is small and light the same in the UK as it is here? The small and light here has to cost $12 or less and then qualify based on dimensions. Is it, yeah. is it 12 pounds uh, in, the in the UK? UK no, nine pounds in the nine UK. Nine pounds. Okay. I, I believe it's going up to 10 pounds next month. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So you do some adjusting there on your prices and... Yeah. Yeah. Look. Hopefully uh, get a few more items in the in it. But I'm probably 70% small and light, I'd say. So you're selling a lot of units every day. You're, you're prepping a lot of product. Is, it, is your product small enough that, uh, and easy enough to prep that you just put a label on it and send it in? Yeah, majority. So a lot of the cosmetics need to, they're too small to put a label on, you know, like lipsticks and stuff. So I have to put them in like a little mini poly bag. Little bag. It does take a long time. That's probably the biggest, my biggest challenge at the moment is the amount of time it's taken me to prep. At the minute, I'm selling maybe two and a half to 3,000 units a month, and I'm still doing all of my prep. So yeah, I definitely need to look into starting to outsource that, but um, that does, it does come with its own challenges, seeing as um, the profits are so low on the items. You know, sort of a pound, 150, two pounds. I do have some higher profit items, but the majority of them, I'd be taking a pretty big hit paying a prep center. Right. Well, have you considered other options such as using maybe a neighbor or a retired older person near you, yeah. a friend, that sort of thing? It, yeah, know. I think that might be my best option. I've weighed it up and I think it maybe it would cost me like a third of what it would cost me to use a prep center to actually employ someone to do, I don't know, 40 or 50 hours a week, uh, a month, sorry. So I think that's the way to go. I just need to work out the logistics of getting getting the product to them and uh you know whether they're going to drop stuff off at ups or you know how that's going to work but i think sure. uh, i'm going to have to go into that 
at some point, yeah. I think that's the solution because right now you're doing work that you could easily pay. And, and I just, I had an interview. The episode hasn't released yet as you and I are talking today, but yeah. the, the gentleman had hired a family slash friend who was retired and really wasn't right. doing a whole lot with her time. She's mm-hmm. in her 70s and loves doing the prep. Just yeah. loves doing the prep. And she's getting paid. I think she's, I can't remember if they're paying her hourly or just a small percentage of the profits of the business, but she just loves being a part of it. She's thrilled. All the inventory goes to her house. They use her spare, uh, I think it was her garage for all the storage. It's all out of his house. He's got a partner who loves working on the business. She's even starting to help him find replants. She wants to help him grow his business. So I think, you know, the the next challenge I have for you is I think it makes a lot of sense. And maybe there's someone else listening that this will hopefully encourage them as well. Find a local partner who can pick up, you know, it's not like, it's not a weakness, I would say, but you are using a lot of your time on something that's not very profitable, really. Ultimately, it's, you know, I don't know what the minimum wage is in the UK, but that's minimum wage work at best to put stuff yeah. in a bag and put a sticker on it. I mean, you could train a five-year-old to do that. <laughs> so yeah. it's not a good use of the business owner's time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, that's definitely what I need to work on next. Although, I mean, saying that, I don't I don't mind doing it because, you know, I can just sit in front of the telly or, you know, oh, it's, not, it's not hard work, but um, no, no, it's, not. it's not the most practical uh, way to spend my time, I don't think. Yeah, you're you're not the only one that could be doing that, and uh, it yeah. needs to be. It, you need to be spending your time growing your business versus yeah. you know working in the tedious details. Since it's a yeah. profitable system that you've built, use some of those profits to grow. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, good. So, so what else can you tell us? How are you finding your ASINs? How many do you have? Uh, and how's your business doing? Let's get into some of those topics. Yeah, sure. So, towards the summer 2022, my daughter was due to be born and I was like right I need to start actually taking this seriously and make some proper money um, you know we're going to be going down to just my income for the household because uh, my partner Chloe would obviously be on uh, maternity leave so yeah I was I was like right time to get a VA I just I didn't have the time to source as much as I needed and to do the prep and do you know everything else all at the same time so yeah I looked into getting a VA I did actually. I was I was sort of a guinea pig for your guys' program. Um, I was the first first person in, in the UK for them to to try and find a VA for. Um, right. But I think just at the at that time, just wasn't quite there. I tried a couple of people, a couple of VAs, and for whatever reason, that you know, it didn't quite work out. Yeah, it's so, a different it's a different enough process in the UK. Uh, Canada yeah. uh, has a lot of the same tools and same processes, but the UK. It, it is a different enough process that sometimes there's a struggle there, you know? To, yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, I probably can take some of, the, some of the responsibility for the failure there because I think I expected to get a very finished article. You know, I, I expected them to be ready and good to go and I'm going to be getting five ASINs a day straight away. And I had quite a lot going on with the baby coming soon. You know, I was doing a lot of decorating and I didn't really have the time or or spend the amount of time and attention needed to to maybe get them where I needed. But yeah, regardless, um, sort of moved on from that and um, found a, a UK-based company. They got a VA for me. And um, I was like, right, I do really need to make this work. So I spent a pretty decent amount of time doing calls, 
giving really detailed feedback. She was actually trained, this company, they trained them to look for, you know, more deals and sale items rather than replens. So I um, put her onto the replens course and she went through that and um, she got to scratch really quickly and sort of, you know, the first week um, was a bit touch and go. And then beyond that, it was just brilliant. She, she's been amazing since then. Oh, that's fantastic. So you found your own VA basically and just gave yeah. her the replens training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, Which, yeah. So the, the right. other company had sort of given her, um, I guess, like all the keeper knowledge and stuff, um, sure. and then some yeah, basic, the, some basic foundational knowledge of you know exactly. what eBay is, and she was used to looking for for deals and clearance items, one time flips, that sort of thing. But you introduced yeah. them then to Keepa, or to yeah. I'm sorry, to the replens training and the proven Amazon course, and and yeah. now, so how long has she been working for you? Since the end of August, so just over six six or seven months. And it's going um, great. So how? Oh, it's great. It's so great. So I love to hear it. That's, I mean, that's the way it's supposed to work. And 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 she's working just for you on your business. Yeah. Uh, and, and supplying you. How many replens is she finding per day, per week? Like what's uh, what's she contributing? And, and is, this, so, is this a Filipino, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. She's from Philippines. Okay. Yeah. So she's working full time, 40 hours a week. She probably finds four or five good, solid replens a day. Um, which you no, know, it's plenty for sure. It's, you know, eighty or a hundred a month, which is you know, yeah. I I didn't have loads of capital anyway, so I couldn't have really handled any more than that anyway. So yeah, it's transformed the business. Honestly, the the growth is, was just crazy once I once I brought her on board and got her outstanding. Well, this makes me even more uh, confident <laughs> in my advice to you to stop doing any of your own prepping. And get that into someone else's hands. So yeah. you can be spending time looking at those four or five ASINs a day and truly going after them, maybe even seeking some outside capital yeah. to make that happen. And there's a lot of creative solutions there. Anything from like a zero interest credit card to you know some of the funding partners that we work with. So you're not living, leaving any of those great ASINs untouched because you just don't have time to get to them. Yeah. You don't want to do that, right? You don't have the money to get to them. Well, let's free up your time. Let's find you some money so your business yeah. can continue. And it sounds like you're scaling beautifully, by the way. But my job as coach and encourager is to say, hey, I know you're doing a great job. Way to go. But there's a whole nother level above yeah. where you are right now that's not so far out of reach as you might imagine yeah. uh, with a couple little uh, st strategic changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you definitely can't... Um can't juggle everything all at the same time and, and right. get that growth. You have to have to grow your team and you're yeah. in the process of doing just that. Well done. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of capital, um, when I brought her on board, she she was finding so much stuff that I did end up getting a 0% credit card. I put 5,000 on that and that's helped me scale pretty well. Also at that time, I was forced to, not forced to, but you know, I, to get a repricer. Before that, I was pretty keen on <laughs> I'm trying to do it all myself, but man, that gets really overwhelming when you've got like a hundred or more ASINs. Right. Yeah. That's kind of the cutoff point that we <clears> say is, you know, once you've got a hundred ASINs, you're trying to manage repricing becomes pretty tedious. It's time to get a, get some repricing help. Which tool yeah. are you using? Which repricer? The seller toolkit repricer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so a lot use, out there. Yeah. There's loads. Yeah. I looked into a few. I use seller toolkit. Um, before for my sort of profit and loss um, stuff. And they've got like a pretty cool like replenish feature, which shows you, you know, 
what's selling the best and what you should be, you know, prioritizing to to get more stock of. I and mean, they they've got their own repricer as well. So I just sort of linked in linked sure. in with them. That's excellent. Yeah. I love it. Well yeah. done. Yeah, that's uh, I would say if you asked our leadership team and our content creators or, or coaches on our team, there's about a hundred of us, which repricer do you use and which tools do you use? You'd get so many different answers. <clears throat> there's not yeah. one right way. It's just, uh, you know, the region you're in, the tools you become comfortable with, uh, the strategies you're using, it kind of shapes out differently for all of us. But yeah. that's great. Well, well done yeah. so far. So, so let's get into uh, some of your numbers, if you don't mind. You've yeah, mentioned sure. it's, it's going well. You've gone full time. And are you still the only income for the family at this point? Yeah. So Chloe's maternity pay finishes up this month. So now it's just all 100% on the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's going good. So I'll go from October, I guess, to just give an indication of growth. So October, previous to that, you know, I was floating around between three and five. As I sort of caught up with myself, October, I sold £7,000, 60% ROI. November was £11,500, 70% ROI. And then uh, December was £15,500. 75% ROI. So the ROI was growing and growing for some reason. I guess maybe as Christine, my VA, was sort of dialing in uh, the sourcing more and more. And yeah, that was that was working out at about a 28% net profit. So it was over over £4,000 profit a month net, which is... That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was double my salary, basically. So... Well that done. Point, That's outstanding. Yeah. So this is, this is towards the end of... 2022, you gave us your numbers yeah. for October, November, December, 28% net profit on the numbers you gave us. That's a, yeah. That is a beautiful business, man. I love yeah, it. Oh, it's, yeah, it's great. It was, it was a bit surreal sort of having it as a, just a side, you know, as a, I mean, it wasn't a side hustle. I was, it was, I was working brutal hours, especially with the baby, you know, I was up right. at, up at 6am to Skype because uh, of the time difference to Skype the VA, then go to work, then come home, look after the baby, and then business stuff between, you know, seven and, and midnight every day for, you know, five months or something. It was a, uh, it's pretty grueling, but... Um, yeah, that's that period of, of intense focused effort that you hear us talk about. Your period yeah. of intense focused effort was from like October to January. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Of 2023, like those four or five months there. And you were doing it before, but you said it was kind of a side thing, you know, $3,000 yeah, a month or so. But you got serious. You put in four or five months of intense focused effort, adding a baby into the mix. Yeah. Congratulations, was, um, man. I mean, that you climbed a mountain, buddy. You climbed a mountain. Yeah, probably in hindsight, doing uh, trying to do that with a newborn was maybe not the best, best time to do it. But I think, um, I don't know, I... I didn't really have the motivation until, you know, until my daughter was here. It was sort of like, right, well, it would be great to just be able to spend as much time as I can at home and be able to give her a good life. You know, that's, that was sort of the drive, I think. And now it's just amazing being able to spend every day at home and, you know, I'm not missing anything. She's, she's crawling and she's trying to stand up and I'm not, uh, you know, having to, to witness that through, you know, pictures while I'm at work and stuff. So, yeah, it's great. That's so good. Yeah, I love it. Good job. Hey, Business Building Warrior, quick update. One of our sponsors, Payoneer.com. 
they're tremendous. They've got up to $750,000 without a credit check to help you grow your Amazon or Walmart business. These guys are a proud sponsor of this program. Thank you for checking out their offer at payoneer.com slash funding. That's P-A-Y-O-N-E-E-R.com, payoneer.com slash funding. Thanks for the sponsorship. Go check these guys out. And now it's just amazing being able to spend every day at home and, you know, I'm not missing anything. She's, she's crawling and she's trying to stand up and I'm not, uh, you know, having to, to witness that through, you know, pictures while I'm at work and stuff. So yeah, it's great. That's so good. Yeah. I love it. Good job. Yeah. Dad got to come home. I love that. You know, you've yeah. heard me mention that on other podcast <laughs> episodes. I mean, that's just, that is one of the core missions of why I do what I do. I find every success story rewarding, but when I get to hear about a dad enjoying those moments that he may have otherwise missed yeah. while providing for his family with more income than yeah. the career that he left behind, yeah, that is just, it's, that is, it just warms my heart. It's my favorite kind of testimony. We get a lot of different ones, but those, those are my favorite. Dad's coming home, buddy. Well yeah. done. It's, a, it's, a, it's such a great business model. Being able to, yeah, just, you know, you're doing the work. I'm I'm doing less work as well. You know, I'm probably Mm. doing 30 hours a week. Wow. Making significantly more. Yeah. So, yeah, at that point, you know, I'd spoken to Chloe and uh, about quitting my job. And we'd sort of both agreed that, yeah, you know, we want a decent amount of savings behind us just as a, a fail safe. You know, there's cost of living crisis and potentially you know, the economy is not going to be doing that great. And we wanted to be able to protect ourselves somewhat from that. So sort of the figure we had in mind was 10,000 that we wanted in savings. In December, we we weren't really anywhere near there. I had a decent amount saved, maybe half of that. And and in the end, we were were pretty comfortable saying, look, I'm going to be making significantly more. And that's sort of plenty to, to fall back on for now. So... Yeah, I made the decision over Christmas to, that I'd hand my notice in when I went back to back to work in January. And then, yeah, finished up, uh, did did my, my notice there for the month. And then beginning of February, been full-time on the business. And here we are towards the end of March 2023. So this is all pretty recent news. So you're in your yeah. second full month of yeah. being home, working your business, enjoying the new yeah. routine, working hard. So how have the last couple months gone? Yeah, so... Um, the first month was definitely had like some different challenges. I spent a lot of time doing things, I guess, that would, they didn't feel like they were adding much value at the time, but it was sort of, you know, putting things into position to, to let me grow moving forward. So things like I was a sole trader before. So I set up a limited company. In the UK, we've got a, a VAT threshold of £85,000. So it's value added tax, basically. I'm allowed to sell up to £85,000, and then I have to VAT register. And when you do that, that's it's something like 20% of the tax. And I think, I don't quote me on this because it's what I've been told, but I've not experienced it personally. But I think overall, you lose something like 7% of your profit once that happens. But if I registered as a, a limited company, that sort of, I'm technically a new legal entity. So that £85,000 was reset. And I'm able to then sell another decent chunk without having to pay the VAT. So that's kept. So done that. That's going to keep my margins high for a while, which was good. Had to get an accountant because 
they set they set the company up for me as well. There's just too much to um, I'm out of my depth basically doing the accounting for stuff like that. So I've got an accountant, spent a decent amount of time training my VA to do purchasing for me as well because that was really taking up a lot of my time and it did take me a while to suss out how to actually do that like I how can I a lot of the things that I buy online I have to approve within my mobile banking app so um, there was a a few bits that I had to do to to make that manageable but understood yeah because it's one thing for your virtual assistant to find profitable replans for you. It's another thing for them to begin taking your credit card and getting on the websites and and ordering it and having it shipped to yeah. you. But, you know, there's there's the little things like, hey, did you approve this purchase? The texts that you're getting, you know, and it's a different time zone and yeah, uh, exactly. you know, websites saying, hey, wait, it looks like you're in the Philippines. We don't accept orders. So now you've got a you know virtual network of some kind you got to go through. So there's there's little things to navigate, but it, it's all yeah. manageable. Yeah, and exactly. So like you've 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 figured it out. Yeah, I mean, my VA is great. I really trust her. We've got a great relationship. You know, we speak three or four times a week, so I'm, I was pretty comfortable. I know I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't necessarily advise someone just jumped in straight away and, and handed that over to someone. Um, I think you definitely right. want to to have a good relationship and, and build the trust. But yeah, so she's been great. So I've handed over um, replenishing to her, mm. and then I'm still doing the purchasing of new sort of approval and purchasing of of new. Uh, Replans that she's finding, but the plan is to build her confidence to the point that you know sh- she can do that as well. That's fantastic! Yeah, yeah, great job. She'll probably need her own assistant at some point, and I would encourage yes. you to let her do that and hire and train that person. And now you've got yeah. a backup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. What um, do you pay per hour your your virtual assistant? So I pay. I've just given her a pay rise, which is thirty thousand pesos a month. It works out, I think, like three, three pound fifty an hour or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's like four four hundred and forty pound a month. Yeah, um, yeah. It, yeah. You typically here in the U.S., we'd say about four dollars per hour is yeah. about what we pay three, four, five dollars an hour, something like that, for just incredibly competent work. And and we yeah. encourage people find your own virtual assistant, give them the training, partner with them, work with them. There's VAs. If you get on one of the the uh, virtual assistant hiring sites. There's a bunch of them. We talk about them all the time around here. But you, you just interview a few people, find one, hire them, train them. For three, yeah. four, five dollars an hour, you've got someone that can do these different parts of your business. But we like to see people competent and proficient doing it themselves before yeah. they bring someone in. Where we see it go wrong most often is they try to just turn it over to somebody who says they're they're capable of handling it when neither one of them are. And then they think it's the process of hiring a VA that was the problem. No, it's just no one really knows what they're doing. <laughs> so yeah. you think you have an established process yourself, Tom, and you were able to teach that to your VA and yeah. help them along. And, and that's what's made made your VA so invaluable to you. Um, yeah. The relationship, the time spent, you know, the training and going through, providing our content, which we're happy to do, by the way, if you're a proven Amazon course student and you get a virtual assistant or someone else working with you or for you, we're happy yeah. to set up I can't remember what the discount is. It's a it's a huge discount to get other people on your team connected with their own account, uh, so okay. they can go through the content and the modules and check the boxes as completed. You know, go through the different trainings. Uh, yeah. it, it's very helpful as your team grows. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I don't think it's wise for new people to to try and dive in and think that they can just hand it over and uh, this person's going to magically basically run their business for them. Doesn't yeah, work that way. 
you definitely need to know what you're doing. That's right. That's yeah. right. So how did uh, February and March turn out for you so far? What are your, how are those numbers looking? Um, so let's see. So yeah, because I was doing, you know, what I just mentioned, sort of stuff that was building for the future, but not necessarily helping that much at the minute. I've sort of been floating around 16,000 uh, in sales for the last the last few months, about 60% ROI. Had a few challenges where I've had like the fee, I've had some fee increases. I don't know if that's just in the UK or, or in the US as well. Did you guys have fee increases recently? Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah they could, mm-hmm. like the uh, inflation fees. and like, They invent all yeah. kinds of fun new fees, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I took a bit of a hit on that. And then there were a few other things where, yeah, you know, I just caused the the margins to drop a bit. But this month I'm on for probably 17,000. I think it's about $21,000. I worked out the exchange rate. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty happy. It's still still about three and a half thousand pounds net profit this month, which is plenty. Again, far more than you were earning before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, to keep the household running, I need maybe two and a half thousand a month, and then the rest's for just you know growth. So it's it's more than enough. Um, That's outstanding, Tom. Well done, buddy. And something else I want to encourage you and maybe the listeners as well is this is just the foundational business model. You can fully scale and automate, continue to grow it, and that's beautiful. Yep. But this leads you into multiple other incredible opportunities that are now available yep. to you including, but not limited to, building branded bundles. Yeah. The, the ASINs that belong only to you that no one else can touch. That's one opportunity. Another one is consulting, helping brands yeah. get on Amazon, helping them get their products launched, helping them manage their Amazon account. A lot of companies, I would venture to say 95% of all companies that sell in the retail world and also try to sell on Amazon are frustrated They'd rather turn it over to somebody else. Yep. Wide open opportunity. And you're more than qualified. So as you start to dial in and create processes here and automate your business, it's continuing yep. to grow, but it's bolted down. You've got a good system. You can start to step into some of these other opportunities and grow even well beyond where you are right now. So you've just laid a nice foundation to launch from. And, and all of that training is stuff that we include in the Proven Amazon course. I know you knew that, Tom, but... There's dozens of modules you haven't even opened yet <laughs> that are waiting yeah. for you to, to start to diversify your income and and truly add some even increased stability to the to the long-term prospects of this business yeah. you're building. So well done, buddy. You're on a great, you're on a great path. You've accomplished a lot in a very short period of time. Once you dialed in and got focused, um, yes. that's commendable. Yeah. yeah. The goal was um, I guess to to get to a stable position and and to be able to start handing things over. And then that is really just a good solid basis to explode the growth yep. when you've got the time and the, also the mental space to actually think and plan about uh, other opportunities. That was something that I really struggled with, with when I was working, just not not having the mental space to, to even consider these other options. Just because, you know, I was just right, what do I have to get done to, you know, just to, to keep this ticking over? Um, so it's been really nice to to have a bit of time to actually think and plan. Yeah, and, uh, some margin, yeah. have some margin in your life. Although, you know, I do remember, especially those first few months when I went full-time into e-commerce and I had, you know, flexibility, I thought that I was going to feel like I had more time than ever, but it yeah. didn't feel that way. Actually, the days went by so much faster 
Yeah. Is, have you found that true? Uh, completely agree. Yeah. The, Isn't that incredible? The days, flying, the days, it, the, the days used to just drag on yeah. when I was doing work that I wasn't finding fulfilling. I wasn't feel like I was made for. So when I finally went full time, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have all this time. Where did the where does the time go? It's three o'clock in the afternoon before I even feel like I've gotten started some days. And because just life fills up yeah. and you, you know, spend some time to enjoy your daughter and have a nice conversation with with Chloe and having a longer lunch than usual. And you look up yeah. and it's it's four o'clock already. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. And but I mean the, the beauty of it is that it's it doesn't even really feel like work. So, you know, right. just just almost feels like every day is like a weekend, really. Yeah, that's a very well put. <clears throat> Instead of building a life where you're looking forward to the weekends, I'd rather build a life where every day feels like a weekend and you yeah. just got that flexibility and you enjoy what you're doing. Um, but I will encourage you to to continue that journey of automating and building systems, building your team, yeah. uh, diversifying. This is just one of many, many ways that you could provide income. We're a multiple income stream community, as you've heard us say. Yeah. So yeah. you know you don't want to get too reliant on just one. Keep building it, stay excellent, nail it down. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, diversify over time. Yeah, I'd love to see you get into the U.S. for sure as well as a good next step. Yeah, definitely. Um, very keen to to try and diversify as much as possible, just for you know a bit of security, if nothing else. But, well, you're you're well on your way. Yeah. Well, I think you'd said you'd had some tips for the listeners. If there's if there's any that you haven't shared yet, did you have anything on the, for the listeners today that uh, to yeah. encourage them or? Yeah, sure. So I thought I would sort of do this as a, in in the way that I'd say what my challenges were, and then I guess maybe tips can be how to overcome them so first thing i would say is really you need to really really understand keeper data so man i made like so many mistakes to start with just for example like okay right the little the little orange triangles right well that's not a that's not an fba sale that's just an offer i thought initially that that was a that was a sale and i was like oh great these are these are selling at this massive price so you know i'd buy a load of it well not a load but you know a reasonable amount and uh and then oh they're not selling and oh it's actually not uh not a sale it's just a, an offer and it's actually not selling at that price so yeah keeper data is so important just you really need to know your stuff spend a good amount of time learning that other stuff i've been burnt on is like variation listings and again that is sort of down to to knowing your keeper data you know some tips for that could be you can go into the keeper data and then you can go into the variation information and then you can sort the variations by reviews and then that will then give you a good idea of which ones are actually selling well. And you can also go into the data section and then the offer section and see how much stock sellers have had. So you can actually see how many products each seller is, is selling because I know with variation listings, the the keeper data for some reason gets all modeled up and uh, it might look like it's great, but it's a man, I've been burnt pretty bad with variation listings as well. But you know, if you if you really go into that keeper data, you can get a pretty good idea of, of which ones are going to be worth your time or not. Let me just explain for the newer listeners, perhaps, who maybe don't even know what Keepa is. Go listen to podcast episode 369. <clears throat> That'll explain what Keepa is, the tool. It's about $25 a month, approximately. Uh, but you need it to do the models yes. we talk about with Reaper. You, ha you have to have it, learning to read that data. But you talk about variations. 
Uh, that's when you've got multiple colors, let's say, of the same product, and you're not sure which color sells best. How do you dive in? Amazon doesn't just tell you which one sells the best. You've got to dive into the data and figure that out. That's variations. So if you've got a red, green, and blue hat, and you're not sure which one to send in and which one's selling quickly and which one's profitable, well, you can look at the keep of data, learn to read it. So that's what Tom's telling us is how to get in and and uh, look at those variations. Otherwise, you send in the wrong color thinking you found a great deal and it just sits there and it doesn't sell or you have to sell it for a loss. That's what we call getting fooled by a variation <laughs> listing. And uh, yes. as you get into this, that this is kind of like level two type of stuff. You know, this isn't for new sellers necessarily, but great tips on getting yeah. in and, and really diving in and making sure you don't get fooled by the variations. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Some other stuff where I've been burned is um, just not, thoroughly checking the listing properly so um there was an item where i thought it was a single pack but if you scroll right down to the very bottom in the details there's a six pack so i sent in one i sold quite a lot of them really quickly and then got a return and i was like oh no the complaints so, yeah. yeah that was probably um t- i mean that was my my worst mistake with regards to like money lost but even then you know I, that was only 70 pounds that i lost you know i lost seven pounds of the 10 people that I refunded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that does go to show there's not an awful lot of risk and mistakes that you make as long as you're, you know, you're careful, you're not sending in too much stock, you're not getting in out of your depth, even when you make mistakes, you know, it's that 70 pounds loss is my worst mistake across two years of selling. That's so, a great point. Yeah. It, it's such a manageable, low risk business model. Yeah, your worst case scenario, even with the basic of skills, is break even or a slight loss. Or in this case, you send in the wrong wrong quantities and you had to refund those folks. Uh, yeah, right. Which is you know that's about as bad as the mistakes get. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I'm glad you pointed that out. It can't be overemphasized how low risk this business model is when you're doing it properly. Yeah, yeah. Probably last tip uh, is one that I actually got from I can't remember the guy's name, but one of the guys mentioned it maybe six months ago on the podcast about pay-per-click. So, you know, five cent or five five pence pay-per-click is so cheap and so manageable. I just set, when I started, I just set a budget of two or three pounds a day, five p per click. And I think over the last four or five months, I've spent like 400 pounds on it, but I've got 10,000 pounds worth of sales. And I've wor- I worked it out on the actual net margin Every pound I spend, I make six pounds. So it's just that's a good know. return. A one to six yeah. return ratio for setting up yeah. low cost pay per click ads. That's yeah. one of the things we go through in our uh, Facebook group for replin sellers. All proven Amazon course students get access to that. Yeah. And, and uh, it's basically just a matter like you just described, Tom. You set up very inexpensive ads for all of your inventory just to yeah. drive a little bit of extra attention and eyeballs into the sponsored ad. And I love your budget. You said two or three pounds a day. You probably never yeah. even spend anywhere near that much. You know, yeah. I know sellers with a couple thousand ASINs and they're spending four or five dollars a day on pay-per-click yeah. ads. But the extra attention and traffic that your listings get as a result more than pays for it. And it's like you just said, you know, one to six or one to seven return. Turn a dollar into seven dollars over right. and over right. and over again. Right. So yeah. yeah, worth worth doing as a one-time setup. And then as you add new ASINs into your replens catalog, you just add them into the to the same yeah. uh, pay-per-click 
bundle and uh, there you go. You're, you're getting extra attention that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise for yeah. a few pennies a day. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. We don't mention that very often, but it is a, it's a solid strategy that we teach in our community for sure. Yeah. And what I, um, I also tend to do is just uh, every now and then just review. You can They sort of show you how much you spent per item and how many sales you've got from it. And if there's certain listings that you know maybe you're getting a lot of clicks but not many sales, you can just turn them off and it keeps sure. the it keeps the spend really down. So it's very manageable. Yeah, great point. Or if you've got some that are doing really well for you, you can say, okay, well, I'll spend up to 10 cents a click on that one, <laughs> right? Yeah. Instead of yeah. just a nickel or two or three cents. Yeah. And I have heard that if you set your uh, you set your daily spend amount higher, do you remember hearing that tip? Uh, so I don't know. If you set, this has been tested by several people in the community. So if you set, let's say a two or $3 a day limit, right? you're never going to hit 2 or $3 a day. Mm-hmm. So why not set it at $10 or even 20 or $30 limit? Yeah, You're still going to only spend a couple dollars a day, but there's something in Amazon's algorithm that gets triggered when you set it above $31 in the United States. I don't know if there's a magic number in the UK, but yeah. suddenly you're a serious pay-per-click user who gets a little extra love and attention in the algorithm. So for our U.S. listeners who are setting up simple, low-click cost ads, yeah. try setting your daily limit up above $30, $31, $32. Yeah. And you're going to see just all your ads getting a lot more attention, which is, uh, which is good when you're just paying a few pennies per yeah, Yeah. Click. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, good tips, buddy. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Anything else on your list or any questions for me before we start to wrap this one up? I think it was a great um, episode. Questions. I suppose actually, uh, I've not heard anyone ask it, and I'm curious. What's your what's your sort of average ROI and stuff, and and what's the split for how how you split all of your different businesses? Like, where's the most coming from? What you know? How, oh, what did, you, how are my business my my overall business layout? Yeah, yeah just I curious have... about sort of diversification and stuff like that. My accountant laughs every time we do taxes at the end of the year. I've just got so many projects going <laughs> on. Some very, yeah. you know, very small projects that produce a little bit every month up yeah. to the, the bigger projects. Uh, it's probably, I could realistically list 30 income streams. Wow. Okay. <laughs> right. But as far as they're all e-commerce related in one way or another, besides like real estate, a couple of real estate things, we won't get into that. Um, yeah. But I focus eBay, Amazon, Walmart, the, yeah. the coaching, the consulting, the events, the podcast, uh, the Facebook group, the uh, managing, you know, we've got at any given, there's a hundred of us on the team that, wow. that run this group. Yeah. Right? So managing the relationships with those folks and the, the, we've kind of broken it down to where there's coaching leadership teams. There's, coach, there's coaches who are in charge of a team of other coaches. So I deal mainly with the leaders of those teams. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got a warehouse near here with a prep center. And any given day, I've got three or four of my family members who are in there working on that with a good handful of clients. I'm not sure how many clients we have, but I guess it's somewhere between 12 and 20, something like that. It's not a big prep yeah. center. Um, yeah. But, you know, I had it all up. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I never know what I'm going to be doing any given day, but it's a very flexible lifestyle. But I would say my primary business that gets the most of my attention is the training side 
where I used to be more in the finding product and shipping product. And, you know, but as the business grew, I found myself more and more in the the training side, training the trainers, having appointments with coaches. Like after I have this podcast with you today, I've got a coaching student from our community who wanted some of my time. And so we got an appointment on the calendar. We're going to spend some time. So I spent a lot of time in that arena. It gets a lot of my time and attention and focus. And it's not an easy business model. Some people think, oh, teaching is so much easier than, than, than doing it. Uh, no, you know, if you're getting results for people, I would argue it's equally as hard, if not a lot harder to be a good teacher and trainer that gets results for the students. Yeah. So that's where I split my time. And, and there isn't really one dominant, you know, if you looked yeah. at all, you know, I would say okay. 10 or 12 of those income streams make up most of the money, but it's split up pretty yeah. pretty evenly across the board. Like right now, we're spending a lot of time on our upcoming conference. Yeah. July 6th through 8th, Columbus, Ohio, <clears throat> theproofconference.com. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll spend months, an hour or two a week meeting with the team and all kinds of little details, the sponsors, et cetera. And wow. what, once it's all said and done, yeah, that, that's a fairly profitable thing. But man, it takes a lot of work and a lot of coordination. Yeah. So I just, I really enjoy the flexibility, the diversity of, you know, what needs my attention today while chipping away at little goals, writing books, launching new courses. Yeah. A lot of the ways that we're monetized around here, Tom, is like, let's say you come up with a new way to you know, improve your business that we've never seen before. It's a new strategy, a new combination of tools possibly that are brought together for a unique opportunity that's working really well in your business. Yeah. Well, you might say, hey, I want to teach a few of the people what I'm doing here. So we'd bring you a few folks and you'd show them and they'd say, wow, this is great. Tom's on to something. So when we'd say, all right, let's, let's turn this into content that we can share with everybody. And so that becomes a course or a module, a new training for the proven Amazon course, perhaps. So we want to pay you as the partner and make sure that you're well taken care of for your time, effort, energy going into the course. Yeah. We would manage that, build the website, build the the billing system behind it, customer support, you know, refunds and questions. So now we've, you know, we've done that dozens of times at this point. So that's a significant part of my business model is just vetting the content that comes from the creative members of our community. And what most people don't realize is I'd say about 85 to 90% of all the ideas that come our way never see the light of day, at least not in our community, because they just aren't viable they aren't tested they aren't proven they don't rise to the level of excellence that we require in order for us to launch and roll it out so a lot of the time is spent almost like mining for gold <laughs> looking yeah, for good yeah. ideas right because you can spend your time looking for good asins if you're in replens well we spend our time looking for good ideas the same way like what are the yeah. ideas that can really serve this community well and there's just a lot of junk out there that you you don't want to promote it would it would destroy our reputation it would hurt the students that we're trying to to assist. So yeah, on a pie chart, it's a lot of little pieces of pie that all add up to just an incredible lifestyle and business Yeah, for my family and I. But I, I live by the multiple income stream motto for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, you know? no, thank you for sharing. I was just, I've just always wondered. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we've got, you know, at any given time, we've got about 1,500 ASINs in the replens game though. On, that's our okay. primary income from... From Amazon yep. is yeah. replens. We're bullish on it. We're putting yeah. together some branded bundles. We're talking about launching our own brand. We've come close to doing it many times, but just we just haven't. We haven't. It yeah. hasn't been necessary. We're yeah. we're enjoying the journey. But uh, yeah, good question, buddy. 
Well, any, anything else on your mind as we start to wrap this one up? No, not really. I mean, just, um, I, I guess, sort of goals for the future. Eventually, you know, I know there's plenty of people that are selling 100, 100K a month. That would be pretty nice. You know, 10, 15% margins. That would be a nice goal. Definitely sort of moving into the into the US market. Um, and I'd probably potentially look at getting a, a coach if I was going to do that just because, you know, it's... You know, it'd be a big change, and uh, it'd be good to just have that extra extra support to do that. But yeah, I think that's that's pretty much pretty much it. Yeah, you're well positioned to take advantage of a coach for sure. Coaches are good yeah. for anyone who's wanting to move forward quickly. Kind of yeah. cram six to nine months worth of progress down into a shorter period of time. That's what a yeah. coach is really good for. And we've got many coaches on our team who are, who are hitting the kinds of numbers that you just described: six figures per month, doing the yeah. models that we teach. Absolutely, always time well spent to to hang out with a coach and kind of push you forward and help you know what questions to ask next. So I'm proud yeah. of our coaching team for sure. But you've accomplished brilliantly. You've accomplished so much just yeah, through the podcast you. and you know the thirty nine dollar yeah. a month proven Amazon course. That's all you've used for your yeah. training. And so you know, kudos. You've done a tremendous yeah. job. Yeah, I mean it's great content. Like I said, I've listened to not all, but probably the majority and there's so much good information and it's just great hearing people's stories and it's not you know i've always thought oh that'd be pretty cool to come on and uh, i'm on so it's a bit surreal and just hopefully i can maybe encourage other people to think yeah it's uh it's definitely doable because it is doable it's not necessarily hard the work itself isn't hard you, you'll have to work hard to to get there but then when you do it's just Brilliant, brilliant business model, and yeah, also the Facebook group as well. When I when mm. I got put onto that, there's just so much great information in there. People are so responsive, you know, and part of part of your group and a, another another one in the UK as well. And between them, it's just people are so generous with their time and um, and information. It's like you can you can pop a question in and you've got an answer within an hour. It's brilliant. Yeah, I'm so proud of that group and the the culture that's been created there. We'll stick a link. There's a, always a link at silentgym.com to our free Facebook group. There's about 72.3 thousand, something like that in the group right now as we're recording this. And just 24-7, around the clock, good people from around the world building businesses, using the internet creatively, using the strategies that we teach in the Proven Amazon course and supporting each other. It's a, an abundance-minded community is the way I like to describe it, Tom. Just yeah. meaning we don't see each other as competitors. We're not trying to undermine each other. We're there to truly help and root each other on because we know that as more people succeed, that's new creative ideas and energy and things we can learn from and people that we can be inspired by. So we love seeing those success stories float and those great yeah. ideas. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out, buddy. Well, it's been a great spending some time with you today, Tom. Good getting to know yeah. you. Uh, I know you're in the UK, so you'd mentioned before we hit the record button, you probably can't make it to the Proven Conference, but would sure love to meet you sometime in person if you ever can make it across the pond, buddy. It'd yeah, be, I'd love to come. It'd be great to see you. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, perhaps we'll see. Yeah. But uh, any final thoughts for the listeners or for for uh, anything else on your mind before we wrap this one up? Uh, I think it's all covered. Yeah. Very good. You did an excellent job, my friend. Let me talk to the listeners today then for, for a minute here and uh, just thank them for hanging out with Tom and I today. We're certainly, we're certainly honored and grateful that you gave us some of your most valuable asset, your time. Thank you for that. And we hope that you are very well rewarded for that as well. Hey, if you weren't aware, Tom alluded to the fact we've got 
hundreds of podcast episodes where we've sat down and recorded testimonial sessions with the successful students from our community who are using the proven Amazon course to build incredible businesses. That's what this podcast is. You can find links to all those episodes at silentgym.com where we go through and they tell their story very transparently. The failures, the successes, the things that worked, the things that didn't. And every single time, you'll walk away encouraged and equipped with new ideas and new strategies. And Tom has used it to help him build his business. I think you can do the same thing as well. Listen to 15 or 20 episodes. That's perhaps a really good place to start with our community if you haven't done that yet. And then once you're ready to get going, you can go to silentgym.com. There's a link to Proven Amazon course or to our coaching. And we're happy to get you started. So on behalf of the entire team that puts these episodes together, thank you for hanging out with us. Tom, one last time, buddy. You did a tremendous job. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Jim. Thank you so much. And God bless all the business building warriors. We will talk to you again very soon. Hey, before I go, one last reminder, Payoneer.com, a tremendous sponsor of this show. You can get 10% off your first fees by going to Payoneer.com slash funding. Tell them you came from our program. They're going to take good care of you. Up to $750,000 for Amazon and Walmart sellers. Hey, if you're needing some funding with some good flexible payback terms with no credit check, you're going to love these guys. Go check them out. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.